today on Tangent Free Radio. Alright, so we've been recording for an hour and 13 minutes and have maybe 20 minutes of content. We, we have if. plenty of content. Alright, <laughs> of gameplay. So... <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Dire Weasels podcast. I am your GM for the night, the man bitch to the Dire Weasels himself, M. Hiroshi Sutherland. With me tonight, we have, going in order on my Hangout screen, Ivana. Hello, hello. Here I am to cuss your motherfucking ears out, motherfuckers. Awesome. I'm glad I'm not the only one. That's a lot of posing here. for a fucking video. Or <laughs> that, for an audio podcast, rather. It was oh, for okay. Twitch. <laughs> Joining us as well is John. Okay, so uh, so Donald Trump apparently wants to uh, keep all of the Muslims out of the country. And I feel like, pro tip, Donald Trump, you might want to give them something they can sew onto their clothing. <laughs> oh. um, doesn't he also want to call Bill Gates to fix the internet? I did oh, hear yeah. that hear too. Oh, and last but not least, we've also got Molly joining us. Hey guys! I don't know what else to say. <laughs> yeah, it works. Okay, so tonight we are going to be playing the Ghostbusters tabletop RPG, an RPG I'm known to play on another podcast that I am involved with, Cthulhu and Friends. Ghostbusters is a really awesome, lightweight RPG, not a whole lot to it mechanics-wise, so it's really just all about the storytelling that you have with everyone at the table. And with the Weasels, I'm really excited to see what comes up. So, with that, why don't we go over the characters that have been created for this episode? Who wants to go first? I am playing uh, (laughs) Lorelai Jackson. Uh, she is similar to, uh, Dan Aykroyd's character, and, um, she is very dodgy, and she jumps a lot, very jumpy. Uh, she also has an uncanny ability to recall history and see the parallels with today. Her motivation is to better humanity. And her tagline is, the brains of Donatello and the exuberance of Michelangelo. I am a fan. Okay, uh, I suppose I could go? Let's hear it, Jim. What you got for us? Okay, um, th- those of you who were, uh, who were around for the not-streamed or recorded uh, Ghostbusters uh, that I played before will be familiar most of you won't uh, won't have know won't know that this is the return of uh, Percy Three Fists Johnson, um, who uh, who's uh, a a bit of a fisty brawler. Um, uh, his his uh, his skills are are gambling, bare knuckle boxing. His his move is a mosey, and uh, also his move is one. <laughs> and uh, his cool is strut. Ah, damn. And 
And uh, yeah, his his motivation, honestly, is basically just to sort of like accumulate wealth and look cool while doing it. And if he if he can sort of do it in a way that makes him kind of look like a mobster, you know, so be it. And his tagline is ask about the third fist. <laughs> All right, Ivana, last one. So I will be playing a brainy character today for the first time ever. And her name <laughs> is D. Full name D Snuts. Um <sighs> she's kind of brainy, sort of cool. Um she will always make a basket, like if she goes to shoot for like beer pong or like a lot of paper into like a waste basket or whatever, she will always make it. She's just cool like that. Um she has a tendency to be able to like blend in, in well with a crowd and uh, can go on notice when she wants to. She can hold her breath for up to three minutes, which I found to be very impressive of her. And uh, she does have a photographic memory. Her motivation is to become successful slash uh, to prove herself in the academic community. And uh, I'd like to think of her like her mother is a former child celebrity and so she grew up with a bit of money, but also with a train wreck of a mother. There you go. Awesome. So I am really looking forward to seeing where these guys are going. And as we do have the return of Percy Three Fist Johnson, I'm going to go ahead and say that this setting is a couple of years in advance of where we were back when Percy was introduced. So we will be part of the Boulder, Colorado Ghostbusting team. Percy's now moved on to a management scale. But before we get into the game, there is one very important thing that is kind of the crux of every single Dire Weasels episode. And that is what we're drinking. Whoop, whoop. Woo! Uh, wow, that enthusiasm was so uh, sincere. <laughs> woo! Uh, those, those owls are really excited. Woo! Woo! <laughs> I think maybe we should start with Ivana. <laughs> um, Ivana is going uh, the uh, Christian route today and not drinking. I have a bottle of lemon flavored Perrier that I'm drinking, and I already finished my non-alcoholic Bloody Mary. It was delicious. I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure Christians can drink. I think you're thinking of Mormons Indeed. or Muslims, or you know, any like religion if you want to like follow it to the t <laughs> i don't know you can drink the blood of christ and I yeah hear that that's, that's pretty true. alcoholic <laughs> yeah but you can't like chug it says well, you i was gonna say does it say you can't chug it i wouldn't know uh, my, <laughs> thou uh, my must nug must nug must not chug the blood <laughs> of christ it's like the 11th commandment Actually, or something I'm fairly certain the Bible says sweet F all about why did I just censor myself? Never mind. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm dropping that. <laughs> we're, we're, we're a very clean podcast. I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, thanks for that. This is a family show. God damn yeah. it. So we've got Ivana's beverage. John, why don't we go with you? Uh, I'm drinking the same thing I drank last week. Trying to take over the world. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> And uh, all, all, in all seriousness, it's the uh, the Fall Harvest uh, Hood, Chuck. Also, I definitely did the hard H on the wrong syllable. <laughs> <laughs> the one that doesn't have an H. Why not? Yeah, it's more fun that way. Keeps it unique. Unique. I was going to do the same fucking thing. 
All right, Molly, what do you got for us? Or yourself, I guess. I have some 312 that I will be chugging. And then I have some 312 that I'll be drinking. And then I have some more 312 that I'll be drinking. Yeah. Very nice. Is that like a reference to an area code? All right. It is. It is a Chicago uh, area code. Quickly getting it through, I have a Mott's Clamato Extra Spicy Caesar. I have one in the wings for post-chug. And then I am also going to be sipping on Bowmore Isley Single Malt Scotch Whiskey, aged 12 years. So, ladies and gentlemen, what are we drinking to? Ooh, good call. To the um, busting of ghosts and our uh, guest DM, GM. To, well, I, I just think, you know, toasting to ain't being afraid no ghosts is good enough. Nice. <laughs> Three, two, one, chug. I couldn't That was see much him. easier than expect. Oh, burn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, it lasted for like three seconds. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Kumano was made to be chugged. Yeah, I don't think. Oh this, no, it's perfectly fine. But chug. I get the extra spicy version. Ooh. Oh, nice! My cool. stomach just said no to that. Oh, I'm I'm really jealous. Next time I come to Canada, I'm gonna totally drink some of that stuff. I would I would sooner stab myself in the gut than drink anything with clam in it. <laughs> but it's so delicious. Okay, so while that happened, we forgot to shout out for our newest patron, a guy named Graham Hosick. Thank you, Graham. What's up, Graham? All right, getting into the episode proper, let me set a little uh, background for you guys. So, the Boulder, Colorado Ghostbusters were in some dire straits when they got contacted by a TV station who was having some serious issues with some ghosts. The Ghostbusters came in, created a little bit of controversy, but got the job done. As a result, that team was known for bringing the Boulder, Colorado branch back to prosperity. The team got broken up and some people got shifted around, but one man who stayed, Percy Three Fizz Johnson, ended up taking over the branch and training in a new team. With his team, we had Lorelai Jackson and Dee Snuts. And he felt that with this three-man team, they'd be able to take care of any issues they were to come across. Things were fairly quiet for quite some time with the Boulder Branch, because the introduction of medical marijuana actually changed the way fatalities were handled, more people were dying peacefully, and things seemed to be okay. But then, they finally get a call. Okay, the phone rings! I yell, assistance! I will... Look twitchily at the phone and back at the people and back at the phone and back at the people. D would answer the phone. Thank you for calling uh, Ghostbusters Incorporated in our Boulder, Colorado branch. This is D's Nuts. How can I help you? Um, hi, Miss Nuts. It's uh, it's nice to meet you. Um, listen, I've got a bit of a problem. My boss. He's been screaming at me throughout the day about this ghost issue that he keeps saying he's popping. I haven't seen anything, but uh, apparently we've got a bit of a ghost issue in our nightclub. Okay, and what? Oh, you get her on the fucking phone! Did you get her? Yes, I'm on the phone right now talking. Yeah, no, we need to fucking get this sorted. We got one night. 
One night to make this work, all right? And I'm wor- Um, yeah, I, I, I'm sorry. That was my boss, uh, Eddie. Uh, he's he's very panicked. We've got a big Christmas gala going on, and um, you know, like I said, for the past two nights, he's he's reported seeing these ghosts, and um, you know, maybe you could just come down, and take a look, and, and ease his mind. I, I'm not sure what's going on. Yeah, sure. Give me your address, and we'll head on da- down with a game. She says peppily. <laughs> Wonderful. Thank you so much. Um, we are uh, based in downtown. We're just on 5th and 22nd. Y- you know, you know, the uh, the nightclub carols. Carols? Sure. Yes, it's it's carols. Of course. Everyone knows carols. <laughs> and she kind of has that weird face like, uh, yeah, I totally know. Not really. And it. And he can see because she's on the phone. I'm just <laughs> drawing a word picture here, John. <laughs> um, sure. And are these violent occurrences or uh, what exactly is happening with these ghosts? Well, I'm, I'm not a hundred percent sure. Like I said, my boss is, is saying that he's seeing something and he just wants it taken care of. He, he really wasn't giving me any information as to what was going on. Uh, you know, maybe coming down and interview. All right, listen, you need to get them fucking down here right now, okay? Seriously, I'm getting, I'm talking to them right now. You can stop yelling, all right? I'm trying to get this started. All right, no, just fucking sort it, all right? I pay you for a reason. I, let's, um, as you can see, he's not necessarily in the best mood. <laughs> so he, he wasn't really like- willing to share what was going on. He sounds like quite a strong leader. We'll get there as soon as possible. Oh, wonderful. That would be greatly appreciated. Thank you. Yes, yes. My pleasure. You have a nice day. Bye. Thanks. <laughs> um, can we have like a bell that I sound? I want a bell. I will allow it. Woo! Ding, 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 ding. Hey, everybody. Lorelai jumps very quickly. And then salutes, and she's ready. <laughs> she salutes. I get up on the like, yeah, yeah. Boston ghosts, whatever. Okay, guys, so we have a new job, and it's going to be on 5th and 22nd Street. It's at, you know, Carol's, the nightclub. I don't know what character I'm playing right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, so its you guys title is actually Carol's colon the nightclub so are you guys ready to go get rid of those ghosts i'm ready well I'm totally ready well i don't know i'm talking like this all of a sudden i say i say um i have my brass knuckles uh, i i feel like i'm good to go <laughs> i guess nightclub people need saving too <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, if they're awful we can always just kill them so <laughs> And say the ghost did it. It's a win-win. Then we make more ghosts for ourselves. This is an awesome business plan. As she stares uh, off into the distance. <laughs> I don't feel comfortable with this. <laughs> it's fine. I'm joking. Oh, oh yeah. I was, I was definitely joking, too. <laughs> yeah, totally. Mm. Uh, Let me straighten my tie that I'm not wearing. <laughs> She pushes up her glasses that she's not wearing. Um, 
do we get like equipment? Like, can we like load up on equipment? Yes, actually, I was just about to hop into that. So the average Ghostbuster is capable of carrying three different items. So, and if, you know, there's some leeway if there's some smaller or larger items that you want to go in. But if you can think of it, let me know. What do you want to have with you? I want like the little ESP like monitor thing that scans the room. Okay. So, uh, like Ghostbusters version, so the PKE meter. Yeah, there you go. And then is there like a? I know there's like the vacuum, right? But is there like a uh, freezing yes, thing? The proton pack. I'm not sure if there's actually a freezing one. You know what, Ivana? Yes. Higher or low for favorable results? Uh, low. 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 I rolled a one. You've got yourself a freezing proton pack. Nice! Woo! I apparently have a regular one. I just have a regular one. Um, and I would also like a special camera that would help me take pictures of these ghosts, because I totally want to put it up on Instagram so I can market our business. Yo. Is that a thing? Is Instagram a thing? I think it is. So you've got yourself a camera for ghosts. Yes. I like my... Oh my god, you've got the fatal frame camera. Except it doesn't kill him. And then, Sean, what's the last thing you have? You got the proton pack, ghost visor, what's it, the uh, brass Brass knuckles? Brass knuckles. Brass knuckles. Them funky knuckles. Moly! Can I also just have a ghost visor... And a flashlight. A flashlight, eh? You got it. I is want it, a flashlight! Is it like one of those heavy-duty ones? Like Heavy-duty. Alright. Like the ones that like could double as a nightstick? Yes, yeah. Okay. So, um, you've got the call. You know you were heading to Carol's. What's next? Uh, I assume we have a vehicle, right? You have the Ecto-3. Uh, can any of us drive? You all can drive. There may be a check involved if things get a little bit hairy. Uh, but I'm assuming you're all of age, and I'm willing to say you all have <laughs> No, I'm, I'm actually only 14. I, I started really young. <laughs> Both in the bare-knuckle boxing game and the ghost-busting game. I'm sorry, as it's been a couple of... Yeah, because you would have been like... Nine or ten <laughs> when you first started with the Ghostbusters, and you also referred to yourself as Three Fist. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I had the best moves at three, so I'm gonna drive. Also, I definitely, uh, definitely lied. Uh, I, I, I'm not fourteen. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, I like to imagine that we're all just like paddling our feet, and it's like the Flintmobile. <laughs> <laughs> Who who gets to break their ankles when we stop though? <laughs> because physics. All right. So now, do you guys want to go straight to? We've already signed a driver. I would like to go straight to the club, but other that's my plan. I'm not going to say anything. I'm just going to hop in the car. Once they get in, I'm going to drive. Uh, I just hop in. Don't say anything. I intend to go straight to the club. Uh, I'll get in and. I wouldn't say no to a bottle of liquor, but other than that, uh... if you don't mention it, I'm driving straight to the club. <laughs> Let's be honest; there's probably liquor in this uh, 
<laughs> in this van already. And at the club, really. Yeah, but then I have to pay for it. Like, you know, I mean, you know what those fucking clubs charge for liquor? <laughs> okay, so it's about uh, two in the afternoon. So really, there isn't a whole lot of traffic. People have already made their way back to their offices uh, from lunch, so it's it's pretty easy going to get down to the club. Uh, so, you know, if you want to, yeah, why don't we just roll? Just to make sure that you don't have a critical failure, which is determined by your ghost eye. All right, my ghost eye is gray, like a ghost. What? Woo! Okay, I got two fours and a one. Um, but the one was the that one on your not, ghost eye? Not on my ghost eye. Not on your ghost eye. So you were safe on the ghost eye. You didn't fail. So, nothing uh, outrageous, nothing special, just a good, easy drive getting down to the club. You find parking out back, and you uh, you, you pay the meter, all's well. Alright. Um, I hop out, and I have all of my gear on, and I'm ready to go. I literally have my flashlight in one hand. It's two and- o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> I know. No, but I mean, it's off. It's not on. <laughs> the sunlight is not sufficient. And the hose in the other. I'm ready. And the visor down. Very nerdy. I hop out and I've got my PKE meter in one hand, uh, my freezing proton packs on, my thermal cameras like hanging around my neck. And uh, I, when I mean business, I put my hair up into a high ponytail, sew my hair's up in a high ponytail, because I mean business, and I push my non-existent glasses up my nose. I walk out, and I pop my collar on my leather jacket and put on some shades. (laughs) We are very cool. But do you have your equipment? Uh, no, no, I left it in the van. We're not going to need that shit. I just imagine your character actually doing this. That's why I double checked. Uh, oh, I always have my fucking brass knuckles, if nothing else. But, um, but no, no, I, I, I have my equipment too. I just also like, I like, I like to look good. I mean, it's like <laughs> the right. opposite of real me. We are walking towards the nightclub. We're gonna go in the back door. Oh yeah, John. Just because we haven't had a whole lot of rolling going on. And just for a little bit of flavor text, I want you to roll a strut for me. All right. And you add something when it's a skill, right? Yes. When it is your set skill, you add three dice to your roll. So you will be rolling seven D6. And you've got to hit a challenge rating of, I'm going to say with those two, 16. Uh, My ghost has a two. I hit 16 exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so uh, to anyone looking on, they see these, you know, random people, all very different looks getting out of this Ecto-3 variant. Ghostbusters vehicle, all kind of looking ragtag, but as soon as they start walking, all eyes focus on Percy Three-Fist. 
and his companions, and just in their minds, they hear Little Green Bag playing, and you see the most beautiful strut coming off these people. It's almost like they're walking in slow motion. It's so cool. <laughs> it turns out we actually are. <laughs> nice. It takes us like 15 minutes to get in the door. <laughs> <laughs> It's all that weed we've been smoking. We don't realize how slow we're actually walking. The nice thing about this strut and with how cool you guys are looking is that one of the employees of Carol's standing outside having a cigarette. He's just like, God damn, this is pretty awesome. Well, uh, hey guys, you coming over here? Come on in, come in, come check it out. <laughs> let me, uh, let me see what you guys got going on. And you guys are able to walk straight into Carol's. Nice! Alright. And I take the cigarette on my way. <laughs> <laughs> um, Alright, if you're going to take the cigarette from him, uh, justify it and give me a roll. Because that's <laughs> going to require something. Uh, basically, I'm just trying to play it off like as part of the cool move. <laughs> like, just like, ah, yeah. Like, take it and take a drag. Like, it was a... Because... Sorry, because... Oh, I, I meant... It... Sorry, when I say justified, I mean justify which stat you want to use for it. Oh, uh, uh, I'm, uh, like, it wouldn't be, like, a skill, but I would be trying to play it off as, like, just part of my cool. Um. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna need you to roll a 12, because this guy's already kind of in awe for you. Uh, that, oh, fuck, that's bad. <laughs> Uh, I got 10, thank, uh, I was a lot less close until I rolled that last die, because it was, like, two on ghost die, two on other die, one on third die, <laughs> and I was like, oh shit, this is mathematically impossible. So I burn my hand. <laughs> no, you don't, you don't burn your hand. You grab the smoke, you breathe in, you're just like, yeah, this is something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right, I don't smoke. <laughs> Son of a bitch. So yeah, this guy who's just let you in was like, man, how... How did that... Ha what? He's very <laughs> confused and angry that his smoke break has been cut in half because this Ghostbuster has grabbed his cigarette and started choking on it and throws it to the ground. <laughs> I'm just gonna walk in now. I we're just going to move past and that. Not even say a word. What the f... I, oh, God. <laughs> I'm already inside. <laughs> All right. He lights up another cigarette. Also phrasing. I'm looking for someone who looks like they're in charge. So as you're walking in the back, you see maybe about a half dozen people kind of running throughout this club. And uh, you see one person specifically, this... This guy who's being followed by this girl almost seems like he's getting badgered by her. Seems kind of like an authoritative figure, but he's walking out into the main area. I will walk up to that guy. So as you're walking up, you hear, but Eddie, listen, you got me these last year and like, I just don't get why you aren't putting me on bottle service. Okay. I've been trying real hard. I've been doing everything you've been asking me to. Why don't I get a bottle service table? Well, you know, bitch, fucking just because I buy you a set of tits doesn't mean you actually know how to give full service, all right? You want the table, 
You're actually going to do everything our clients expect. Is that <laughs> understood? I'm going to interrupt now. <laughs> Excuse me. You're the manager yeah. here? Why are you asking? You seem uh, a little too plain to work an establishment like this. I'm just not too... I, we're, we're the Ghostbusters. You called oh, us. Oh, thank fucking God. God, it's about time. All right, yeah, you know, go do what you need to do. Uh, also, also about that everything. What everything? <laughs> the, the table service. <laughs> oh, you're looking to get a table. <laughs> Listen, we've got a very exclusive party going on tonight. You guys clear this up? I can make sure we got a table for you. <laughs> We're fine. We're going to go work, and I push you guys back. <laughs> The funny thing is, I'm the manager or whatever. Like, <laughs> <laughs> D would have her uh, PKE mater out already, just like already getting to work. Do you want to roll something to see if you pick anything up? Uh, yes. I'm assuming you're fairly familiar with how your PKE meter works, especially with your intelligence, so I'm going to go ahead and say roll a 10 for me to see if you get the proper readings off of it. Roll a d10 or 10 dice? Uh, challenge uh, rating 10 on oh, whatever okay. stat you choose. Oh, okay. Uh, so long as the stat is justified, so long as the stat fits and makes sense for the situation. I guess brain, you know, because I'm using the meter. Um, if you're rolling brains, um, you can roll five. I would say that you do have a photographic memory of exactly what these readings mean. So if you wanted to justify it that way, make some backstory, and then you're able to roll eight dice. Ooh. Um, no, I'll just roll five. <laughs> I don't okay. feel like painting a word picture. I mean... I well, she has to roll a, a, an average I of two. Yeah, it just uh, seems yeah. like overkill. I, I, I've I failed with that those odds before. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. I'm rolling five. Um, and this is what my ghost die looks like. Okay. All right. And then so rolling, sweet. It's a two. So ten, fifteen, sixteen. Okay. So you're very familiar with how the PK meter works. Um, in fact. You kind of came in and, and helped redefine the standards and, and the guidelines on, on how to log all of these readings and keep everything going well. Unfortunately, at this point in time, you're actually getting nothing out here in this main area. Um, okay. Um, is So nothing at all, like no even like hints towards a, towards a certain area? Nothing. Not even... A little bit. The main area seems completely clear and devoid of ghost and ghost-like activity in the past little while. Um, I go to the second floor. Is there a second floor? There is. Uh, as you're coming out of the back area, you are essentially just seeing like this basic, you know, kitchen storage area for all the liquor. Um and cups, things like that. You've got a, a cleaning station. But as you come out into the main area, you see this fairly nice uh, two-tier venue. So you've got, coming out from the back, the stage, which is right next to where you walked in. And then in front of that stage, you've got uh, 
you know, the main level, which appears to be just kind of a, a blase dance floor. You've got some LED light paneling on the floor. You've got some pillars that glow throughout the room. And then on the second floor, it's essentially just like a balcony extra level. Not not too much decorative up there, but you're seeing some nice drapes covering off different areas. You're assuming some of these booths where maybe the bottle service happens. Who knows? And... Uh, then up on the third level, you you kind of see there's a couple of specialty suites that are up there. And then that's really the main thing you see up on that level. All right. I head to the second floor. Okay. With my PKE. I'm just going to follow. All right. As you head up to the second floor, you see uh, you know a couple of the people that you saw rushing out. They're going and getting some of the bars set up. Um for the the Christmas event, a couple of people are going and setting up some of the decorations for this big event that's going on later tonight. And what do you do? Are there any cute girls there? There is. In fact, the girl who is being berated by Eddie, uh, she is currently just kind of like wiping away a couple of tears and going and setting up one of the bars. Um, I will go talk to her. So as you walk up, you start hearing, <laughs> stupid, why can't you just do enough on your um, own? Like, I mean, excuse me? For... Excuse me? Yeah, what? Hi, hi, sorry. Uh, what, what can I do for you? Hi, pretty, how are you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm, uh, oh, yeah, I'm... I've, I've, you know, had better days, but, you know, I'm doing all right right now. Uh, I will put my hand on your shoulder. You're too pretty to be crying, so come on. Cheer up. She just kind of bows her head a little bit and then coyly looks up at you and is like, you really think so? Yeah, of course I do. Come on. I know you hear it at least once a day. She's totally flirting with it, though. But, you know, and I don't mean to bug you or anything, but... Can you help me out real quick? Uh, you know, we Eddie's got us setting up for this, you know, event tonight. This is actually so to early. help out Eddie so he won't be so pissed off like he is all macho man. Oh, I mean, Eddie's not really, you know, um, we don't talk bad about Eddie around here. It's just not good for business, you know? That's true. That's true. I'm sorry. But I am trying to help Eddie out. That's why I'm here. Um, And I'll like stand like right next to her, like shoulder to shoulder, and I'll show her the PKE meter. I'm here to figure out Eddie's ghost problem. Can you point me in any direction? Like, <laughs> have you seen any ghosts around here? And I'm kind of like in her personal space, but without being overly creepy. I'm breathing on the back of her neck. That's not creepy, right? <laughs> Sniffing her hair. Ghost problem? Well, I mean, I know this was, you know, the, the old theater that got burned down a couple of years back. I didn't realize it was still ghosts kicking around. You haven't seen anything weird around here? Me? No. No, I haven't seen uh, a whole lot. Um, You know, like occasionally we get a bottle that just randomly falls over, but I mean... I just figured that was a bass. It was the music, not not a ghost. Oh, uh, it could it could be the bass. Uh, is it over? Like, so I guess I'm. Am I on the second floor now? 
right? Yeah. Um, is there a bar on the second floor or is that just on the first floor? Yeah, you're currently at the uh, one bar on the second floor. It's 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 a horseshoe that goes around the room. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry, I said the the one bar. There's two bars, one in either corner of that horseshoe, essentially, and you're on the one on the let's say east side. Okay. So you see bottles break up here every once in a while. I mean, every now and again, you know, nothing too too crazy. I mean, we've got some. You know, every now and again, we see these customers come in. They talk about seeing some spooky thing in some mirror, but you know, they're just so white faced. I figured it was you know they're either on X or you know doing a little Molly or something. Yeah, it could have been anything. I just figured these people, these kooks, going crazy. <laughs> but you're saying this really goes here? Well, that's what I'm trying to figure out. Uh, you said something about seeing something in the mirror. Well, like I said, every now and again, some some customer comes up talking some crazy gibberish, and, you know, like I said, I figured it was just the drugs. You should tell them not to say Bloody Mary in front of the mirror three times. <laughs> <laughs> That'll help a lot. Is this an official Ghostbuster tip? And she kind of, like, brushes your arm a little bit. Ooh, uh... <laughs> um, sure, sure. I'm I'm actually putting together a book of them. With my uh, with my terrible brain score, <laughs> it, it, it'll be like reading something written by Donald Trump in that it's barely literate. Lorelai is kind of weirdly like shining her flashlight in like darker corners. I realize there's probably not a lot of dark corners, but she's still trying. Oh, there's plenty of dark corners around Carol's. <laughs> oh, good, good. So she is, that's what she's doing while this is happening. Like, if it were a criminal or something, like someone sneaking around, like, that maybe does work at the club, but is not working in the club's best interest, I guess. Okay, uh, roll a a brain for me to see how you do on the search, and roll a cool for me to see how discreet you are about it. Ah, yes, okay. Sounds good. Now, when you only roll one die like you do with your cool roll here, you have to roll the ghost die. I'll make this passable, but in order to maintain your cool, uh, I'll say a five or a six. And then, since you're just searching the second floor, close, close, say a 16 for your actual search. Okay. Ghost die was three. 18, so I passed that, but... Okay. I got a 4, so no. Fail. My cool. So you're very carefully checking each and every single one of these booths up here, yelling gotcha as you open each and every single one of them, and then you finally come across a guy who is sitting there with a ledger going over some numbers who's extremely startled. I'm just looking for some... uh, information about these ghosts you're seeing and i say ghosts you're seeing uh, were, were you the one on on the phone yes no <laughs> <laughs> i say awkwardly <laughs> um sorry what <laughs> that was my co-worker i say and i laugh right okay well at least you're with the ghostbusters um 
very sorry, Bobby C. Um, yeah, I've just been very busy trying to get the books forked over on this night's busy time of year. So what can I, what can I do for you? We really just need a lead on where this ghost sighting's from. No one really seems to know. Well, Mr. Scrooge has is a, a bit of a temper, um, and and he desperately wants this taken care of, and he hasn't really shared any information with us. He's keeping something. I I, I should say. Ah. Um, uh, he. he uh, we just don't know. Ooh, 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 ooh! I have. My, uh, convinced skill, I want to roll! Okay, so you're gonna roll me four dice. I need to see a roll of 15. Oh, fuck. Fuck, fuck, fuck. Oh, you got a one? Ghost eye? Yep! Yeah, one. Okay, so this is going to go very poorly for you. No! So, uh, as this is a conversation fail, you are going to fumble while trying to convince him that you are indeed trustworthy. Ah, uh, yes, okay. Play that out for me. You know, I don't, I don't necessarily believe in what I'm doing, but you know, like, I'm still doing it, and I'm still, like, trying wait. to help. I wait, kind of uh, Wait, wait, wait a second. You're you're telling me that you're a ghostbuster who doesn't believe they can bust ghosts? Well, you know, I mean, of course we can't, but I, I'm kind of new, and, um, um... And fuck your mother. <laughs> okay, I'm 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 very sorry. I'm extremely busy right now. If if you really need answers, maybe you could try and talk to Mister Scrooge. But I I need to return to this. This is very crucial. I'm I'm very sorry. And as he's saying that, he pulls a curtain and and kind of boxes you out of the. All booth. right, I'll shrug. Move on. And as a result, you are also going to lose a brownie point. Oh. So you are now down to 19. I'm going to turn around. I'm going to drop my search and I'm going to go back to the tickets. Okay. Um, while that conversation is happening, we're still in the midst of that conversation with the female bartender. Um, so, D and Percy. What would you like to say to her? Didn't I just ask her about, like, the mirror or something? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she always thought it was just some crazy kids who are high on some kind of drug. Has it been a specific mirror or, like, just any like any mirror in any restroom, like, has had, like, equal opportunity sightings? You know, like, I ain't heard reports this as much since I took up over on this bar up here. You know, when I was downstairs, I heard it a lot more often. You know, but I figure it's just, you know, we serve a higher clientele up here than we do downstairs. I mean, people pay a premium to get up to these spots, you know? So I figure those people know what they're doing when they get a little blow in their system. Huh. Well, the ratty people, uh, 
Is there any specific the ratty area? People? Jesus. The ratty people. Yeah. Um, is the there plebeians. Any fucking plebs down there. Is there any specific area that you could point me towards that maybe, like, people mentioned it a lot more often than other places? You know, I I don't really know. I Like, it's been about a year since I've been down on, on main floor, and, you know, I think, you know, I just heard it was a couple of the different bathrooms. You know, we've got a couple on the main floor, and who knows where these kids was coming from. All right, sweetie, you've been a big help. Thank you so much. So as you start walking away, she's just got a little bit of a blush on her face. and You know what? You ever come back when we're open, you make sure you come find Tanya, all right? I will make sure you are looked after as best as possibly can be. I'll say I'm sure that'll make my night, and I'll wink at her as I uh, walk down towards the first floor bathrooms. I walk with her, and I say, be sure to trim for the occasion. Ah! <laughs> I poke him with the PKE meter. Shut your trap, Percy. <laughs> As we're walking down the stairs, I'm going to relay to my group. Um, you know, I think if we don't find anything, we really have to. We're going to have to figure out a way to talk to the boss man. Oh, I have ways of making people talk. Sounds good. Was that you hitting your brass knuckles into your open palm, <laughs> John? <laughs> yeah, I just have like a gigantic, like brass knuckle shaped callus, like where I do Ow! that all the time, like <laughs> just constantly like threatening people. Yeah. <laughs> um, I head to the bathroom and I whip out my PKE meter. The PKE meter is picking up very, very, very faint traces coming from around the mirror. The mirror that you're noticing these traces coming out of, it's it's just slightly noticeable. But you also notice it's kind of weird because you're, as you're scanning and, and you think about the layout of the building... This isn't against the edge of the building on any side, but you can't really think of anything that would be beyond this wall. So you're getting some very faint traces coming out of this very specific mirror from this wall that almost seems like it's blocking nothing or next to nothing. Am I able to look behind the mirror? Like, is it movable or liftable in any sort of way? Uh, the mirror is actually fully across the wall leading up to the first stall. And, um, it's, you can't, like, you can see the edge, but you know that in order to be able to look behind it, you're going to have to lift the mirror off. Like, completely. Or break it. Yeah. Um, if I see her kind of peeking around the mirror, I'm going to say, these, do you, are you picking up anything? Uh, yeah, something really faint around the mirror, but I don't know, like, what's this wall against? Like, what room is behind this, behind behind these bathrooms? Um, as I think back to, uh, when we walked in the bathroom, do I recall anything? <laughs> um... I would imagine these are on, like, either the left side or the right side of where we walked in. Right? Um, it's actually it's actually um, not. 
but I will let you use your recall history. Okay. I won't tell you why, but give me a 22. Woo! I'm going to say maybe we need to get in the mirror. Does Percy touch the mirror? Yeah, I'm trying to figure out a way Just to like go inside. Just yeah. finger down it. 33! Jesus. And I did not get a 1. So, as you start trying to think, like, what could be beyond this wall, you finally remember that you've had this nagging thing about this building ever since you walked in. And it finally clicks in that this was not always Carol's. Four years ago, it was known as the ultimate nightclub, the spot to be in Boulder, Colorado. And it was called Elway's. It was the greatest nightclub. And then, unfortunately, the building burned down. You know, they couldn't really trace what the causes were. They said it was some issues with the gas piping, but there was nothing really too concrete. It's just that, you know, building burned down and was rebuilt by the same people as the owners of Elway's. Except... uh, for one of the founding members who had died in the fire. I relay this to my group. Huh. D says, oh. I'm still trying to get in the mirror. <laughs> like, I, I, I took a second to pause and go, huh? And I go back to, like, sort of, like, scratching at the mirror and, like, trying to figure something out. Well, you know what? I think we need to just go and try to figure out what's on the other side. Because it's not outside. We could knock the wall down. <laughs> Yes, let's find out what's behind the bathroom. So I would go out of the doors and try, like, just walk towards where they should be, where the mirror should be. As Lorelai walks out of the bathroom, she keeps walking and she finds a corner that veers off. And she goes to roughly where she feels the mirror would be in line with this wall, perpendicularly. Keeps walking and about seven, eight feet from that point... She sees the front wall of the building where the front entrance is. And there are no doors, no... Nothing on that side. So we're going to have to knock a wall down, is what you're saying? I'm not. All I'm saying is that <laughs> she is not seeing, at this current point in time and space, a means of getting behind that wall easily. All I'm saying is I'm down with that plan. D would have uh, would have followed her and would put the PKE meter up against the wall, like halfway between where the mirror should be and the entrance. You notice a slight increase from what you were seeing against the mirror, but not tremendously. You still aren't getting a, a crystal clear, definitive reading out of it. As, as I walk along, even though uh, I'm not terribly smart, so I might not be able to tell the difference, I'm knocking along the wall to see if any of it seems like it sounds a little bit less solid. It's pretty consistent throughout. You're hearing um, kind of a drywall thud. Every now and again, you're getting a stud that it's going up against. It doesn't sound completely hollow, but it also could just be that what you're hearing is, you know, a couple layers of drywall. I see where she's looking, like, with the with her meter, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. 
I'm going to uh, make sure that that's not a stud there. Okay, I'm going to try and punch a hole through the wall. Nice! Okay, I am going to need you to roll for that. All right. Punching this out, because it is a couple layers of drywall, I'm going to need you to roll uh, something that's a little bit more difficult. So I will say... Are you using your brass knuckles? Yes. Give yourself two more dice, and I'm going to need you to roll a 19. Okay. I got a 20, so barely, but I made it. And ghost eye's good? Yeah, yeah, the ghost eye was a 3. Which is the highest I've gotten a ghost eye. Every other ghost eye has been (laughs) 2. So, you uh, describe, describe what you're doing here. Okay, so I was just walking along, sort of, like, feeling out the nature of the wall. Then I, I focused in on where she was and just, like, pulled my brass knuckles out and punched a hole through just to see what's behind it. <laughs> I, I'm going to say it takes a couple of shots. Um, I'll buy that. And it, as you're doing this, you see somebody, some, like, you know, 18, 19-year-old kid kind of look and just gets a little wide-eyed and goes running off as you take your first shot. And then you keep going. Um, after about five or six shots, you end up breaking through and you've got a small hole, um, I'd say about, you know, four or five inches in diameter going through and, um, it's, it's pretty pitch black in there, but now you do have at least a hole through this wall. If only one of us had a flashlight. Woo! (laughs) I... Whip out my flashlight, turn it on, and stick it in the hole. As you shine your flashlight in there, you're seeing a bunch of char marks along most of the walls, except for the one facing the bathroom. That looks nice and clean. Uh, you see some, almost like a, a filing cabinet and, and some other office-like things sitting in there that are all kind of burnt and mangled. But nothing too outstanding beyond that. Uh, well, you can see the fire took its toll here. Do you want to look, guys? I'd shove my hand through with the PKE meter. Yeah, I was curious how the reading would be affected. So as you put the uh, the antenna through this hole, you do notice that there's a, a little bit of increase. And the readings... Give me, give me a quick brain roll. Uh, photographic memory. Brain roll... Whew. 13. Definitely there has been ghost-like activity from this area. It's not recent. There's nothing actively going on at this specific point in time, but there was definitely something ghostly here somehow. You'd say probably within the past, you know, 12, 13 hours. Do you guys want to check the boss eddie 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 do you think he has an office maybe it's around there yeah sure let's go find him all right let's go we go try to find eddie or a prof- or an official looking office right as you start discussing this you hear from somewhere in the main room what the actual fuck am i hearing who the fuck is punching down my goddamn walls what the fuck <laughs> is going on 
any of you? You got something to fucking say? All right, listen, I bring you in to try and solve a fucking problem. I got a big fucking event going on right now, okay? You know, tonight, I got a big event, and you're breaking down my fucking walls. What the fuck? I stare at him blankly. Uh, are you done? <laughs> am I Am I done? Okay. Here's the deal, sweetheart. I brought you in. Hi, actually, my name's I not Sweetheart. My name's D D Snuts, and I stick out my hand to, like shake. Okay, the hand. only thing I want to hear you talking <laughs> about with D Snuts, I'll jig my zipper. You can do something there, fine. I don't fucking care. But right now, I brought you in for a fucking job. Now I could have called any fucking Hagney, Tom, Dick, or Jane coming in to deal with this shit. I will interrupt him and poke him in the chest with my uh, like freezy proton pack thing. Yes, exactly. You called us in for a job, and I jab him in the chest. So you shut up right now. We are working. Do you want us to continue? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I'm going to need you to roll a cool, and I will give you two points for using your proton pack as intimidation as well. Nice. I will also use five brownie points. Yeah! Nice! Uh, good call, <laughs> because I was going to say, this is going to be a 23. All right, cool. So, um, you said you give me two extra points. I have four cool, and I'm using five. So, you are rolling 11 dice. Roll... Did I do that right? Yeah. Well, you definitely okay. passed. Yeah. But now you get your ghost hold on, eye hold still. On, hold on, hold on. you didn't fail. That's a two. Woo! I'm a ghost eye. All right. <laughs> okay. So not only did you pass my 23, you slaughtered it, rolling your 46. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. So... As Eddie's just like full hellfire brimstone pissed off, you put the proton pack gun right up against his chest. You start, you know, trying to intimidate him. And he just kind of freezes, realizes what's going on. It's like, I, oh, I'm sorry. I'm I'm just really fucking nervous. All right. You know, I got, I got, I got to break even on this. You know, please don't fucking. Don't don't shoot me. Okay, listen, I ain't got. I'm not gonna shoot. I'm I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay, you know it's. Stop oh, wasting Jesus my time. Fuck! I and gotta I, change I, my pants. I stab I, him oh, in the fuck. chest again oh, with fuck. the proton pack. I no seriously. Go. I, I just fucking pissed myself. I'm so fucking scared. All right, I gotta go change my pants. Ah! Like, where's your office? As he's like running away to change his pants. Yeah, my office upstairs. Come on, fucking. God, nobody, no, don't fucking look, all right? You know, you didn't deal with this shit. He's yelling at some random bus who's laughing at him a little bit. <laughs> all right, let's, let's run upstairs and see if we can find this office. I, like, turn back to them and kind of shrug. <laughs> okay, let's go. <laughs> so as Eddie is, is climbing the stairs, you, you kind of hear uh, a couple of, like, whimpers, almost like you're hearing some crying coming from ahead of you. And you make your way up to the third floor. And opens up the door and turns to the left. And there's a door there on the inside. He opens up and, and walks in. Um, you get there just in time to be able to catch that key fob door and, and you open it up. All right. We come into the room. Anything special in this room? Not much. I mean, you're looking at just kind of like a cheap, chintzy little office. There's uh, 
you know, a nice leather couch against one of the walls, um, softer fluorescent lighting. So it's not just a full vicious bright white. It's, it's almost more, um, mood lighting. You do see a computer, uh, sitting off on the far end of the office on the opposite side of the wall from the couch and mounted up against the far wall from the door that you came in on. There's a charred piece of wood. I elbow D. You said you said there was a piece of the burnt building mounted to the wall. Yes. That strike as anyone else's odd. <laughs> True. I say that as I point at the at the piece of the. Uh, Use the your PK meter. Yes. <laughs> the thing that, that I can't remember how to say. Yeah, I definitely would uh, be putting that thing against it. Or next to it. Hold it close. <laughs> okay, uh, you've rolled really well beforehand, so I'm just going to give you an automatic pass on this one. As you put your PKE meter up to that piece of wood, you notice higher ratings than what you have seen today. Not enough to show that there is active activity, but there is definitely something going on with this piece of wood. Well, damn. It's not ghostly wood? It's definitely got, you know, it's not an apparition of wood, but it definitely has something uh, going on with it in terms of ghostly activity. Uh, Okay. I'm going to turn to Eddie and be like, Eddie, we're not going to tell anyone what we saw, but we need to figure out if there's a way to... If there's any secret passages in here, if there's any way to get in the walls. Uh, do you do you have any other areas of this place that are, like, housing fire damage? Because that's been sort of the common link between the areas that have sh- shown the strongest readings. So as he's pulling up his underwear, he looks at you guys. <laughs> well, you know... So, all right, all right, like, you know, this place had a bit of a bit of an accident about four or five years ago. Like, everything was fire damage, and you know, we may not have gone fully up to code on the restorations. So, yeah, I mean, most of this place is just kind of slapped up drywall covering up fire damage. I mean, it's, it's what it is. It's, it's hell for four or five years. I mean, obviously, we contractors knew what they were doing, making it good. Hmm. Okay. If it's all over the place, that doesn't help as much as I was hoping. <laughs> I mean, I what what do you mean by hidden walls? Like what you were trying to get back in there? Why? What was going on there? Uh I guess that's actually her department the readings, so I'll 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 defer to uh D. <laughs> Re- last name redacted. <laughs> Um, can we pretend, like, insert highly technical explanation yeah. here? <laughs> jargon, jargon, jargon. <laughs> jargon, jargon. Jargon, jargon, jargon. Jargon. <laughs> oh, so because of jargon, you mean that jargon leads to jargon and, oh, <laughs> Jesus. Oh, Definitely God. the jargon, that jargon's the jargon. Wait, but that was, if that Oh shit! Oh fuck! I I I got it. I gotta go. I um, 
I got to deal with the thing. Um, this. Oh, fuck. Um, I, I'm, I'm sorry. And you see him run over to a safe next to the desk and start scrambling to open it up. Huh. What you doing? There's a lot at stake here, right? You know, this this was going to help us break even. This was going to make this season worthwhile for us, all right? This was going to be pure profit tonight. <laughs> the, the, the club needed this, but if, if what you're saying lines up, we could be in serious fucking trouble with these ghosts. I, I I just need to get this and go. All right, I need to close this down now. My humanitarianism kicks in, and I'm like, no, Eddie, we can fix this. <laughs> I thought you didn't believe earlier. You said that earlier. No, but but I I want to save humanity, so <laughs> I want to help people. Always. I feel like helping people would get them like away from his uh, business. So you're trying to persuade him to talk and stay? Uh, yeah, we can fix this. Uh, Sounds like me, like you're trying to convince him to do something. Yeah! Sorry, screaming. Drunk. <laughs> he's real nervous. So before you determine how many dice you want to roll, he's really nervous. He's very obviously agitated. You're going to need to roll a 20. Okay. So I should roll all the dice. Well, not all of them, but many <laughs> I'm dice. I'm going to use 20 brownies. <laughs> not 20, 20. Uh, I'm going to add five to that, like Ivana did. I got a three on my ghost dice. I'm good. Trying 30. 20, 30. It's a big number. Uh, 20, 30 definitely smashes the roll of 20 that I requested. So, you're going to see him as he finally gets a safe cracked open. He's going to just kind of like sit there in shock and then just kind of slump down. Mind you, he still hasn't gotten any pants on. So, you see him in his green banana hammock thong underwear. He grabs his knees and just starts crying a bit. It's like, Jake, I... Jake, I'm sorry. I'm fucking sorry. All right. I didn't want it to go down like that. I didn't think it was going to be you. Fuck. I can't. God, I'm sorry, Jake. Jesus, fuck. Can I roll a history real quick to see if that was the old owner's name? Or like Absolutely. the one who died? Whoa. Um, no, I'm going to say you should roll a... You know, you've got a brain for this, so I'm going to say a 15. I way overshot that. And I got a six on my uh, ghost die. Your ghost die. Okay. Um, the host. The host. As you think back, you remember that the bar manager was actually the only person in the building at the time. And he was kind of trapped in his office and he had died within the fire. You also remember that um, from photographic evidence, you remember something of what you saw in a picture of, of this bar manager in the fire. 
post his death, after they cleaned everything out, you saw something on the wall that you remember now connects to what you saw in that, you know, cutoff room by the front entrance. Bar manager at the time's name was Jack Marlin. And he was indeed the one who died in that area. I don't know what to say. <laughs> um, so I know she rolled for it, but can I roll for it and have this to see if I have this knowledge as well? Um, sure. Same situation. You don't have to, you have to roll a 20, but you're using your brains plus your skill bonus and then whatever grounding points you want. Ghost die. Don't let me down, bro. Whew. Five. Okay, so all told, you rolled a 31? Correct. Okay, so you definitely recall all of these things. Um, and and you will actually recall, because of your eidetic memory, alongside that picture, you will see an image of, you know, Eddie Scrooge and Jack Marlin together, smiling on the opening day of Elway's. So he's on his knees, like, he's got, he's on the floor, like, crying, right? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna, like, crouch down next to him and just look him straight in the eye. Hey. Cry, baby. <laughs> yeah. What? You fucked up, didn't you? Insurance, the insurance plans didn't quite work out the way you wanted them to, huh? The fuck are you talking about, insurance plans? <laughs> Did you have anything to do with the fire? Be honest. What fucking... What fucking fire... What the fire four years ago to kill... No! Fucking no! I didn't do anything with that. I'll do the pokey thing with the the, uh, proton pack again. Jesus, you're making this guy's day hell, by the way. (laughs) I mean, he hired me, and now I know, like, his one, like... He was always pretty shifty. And he's kind of a (laughs) dick. That's true. Okay. But, like, you're kind of kicking him while he's down. Yeah. I'm gonna need either a cool or a muscle uh, to to make this work. And he's obviously much more frail and susceptible now, so I'm only gonna need a 12. A 12. Alright, so I will add in a brownie point for that. So, let's see. That would be four dice plus one, right? Five dice altogether. Whoosh. Whew. Three on the ghost die. So eight, 11, 15. Oh, wait, no, uh, 18. Jesus fucking Christ, why are you doing this shit again? Like, no, I didn't have anything to do with the fucking fire, all right? Cops already fucking clear me. The fucking FBI was getting in on this shit because of the insurance fucking claims. I had nothing to do with it. Okay? There was fucking... Do you know uh, anything about it? I don't know it? what the fuck happened. Uh, no! I know it was a fucking uh, electrical fire they were saying. Maybe it was a fucking gas line. I don't fucking... It could have been f- some dickwad customer coming in, fucking breaking down some door and setting some shit on fire for all I fucking know. I don't know. It could have been a loose fucking zippo, but it wasn't me. I'll just look around to... uh <laughs> I was going to call it Loretta. Uh, Lorelai and uh, Percy. Mm. 
I don't know. I feel like this this ghost is sticking around because of this fire. Yeah. Uh, uh, can I roll a convinced to be like the good cop to these bad cop? Absolutely. I'm going to need you to clear 12. Okay. I'm adding, uh, I'm adding two. Okay, I win. I win! By lot. <laughs> the ghost is good. Uh, I made my roll. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna lean down now and be like, Eddie, we can, we can help save your company if you just tell us what we need to know. We won't get you in trouble. We're not. We just want to know the in- information. That's all. What do you need to know? I, you, you fucking. <laughs> fucking if the Jackie ghost is your. Was is my goddamn boy. Maybe it is. I don't fucking know. Like. I'm trying to tell you, I had nothing to do with that fire. Well, we're thinking that the ghost is. It's restless, it, it's uneasy, it needs to be at peace, and we don't know how, how, how can it be at peace? I, I don't know. Alright, you guys are fucking ghost professionals, okay? Hey, was your buddy's body ever found? Yeah, I found him right in that... Area, the, the the wall that you broke down, they found him behind there. That was where our old office was. Was was your last interaction a, uh, a good one? Like, did you part on good terms? Yeah, I mean, like, that night, you know, we made a killing. It was, you know, Halloween. Like, fucking, <laughs> let me tell you, the bang that I always made that night. No small number. So we did all the floats, did our cash outs, you know, we, we get all this sword and, you know, Jackie and I, we pat each other on the back, job well done. He asked me the, asked me the cash to take to the bank. I go and I make a deposit by the time I come back, you know, and the place is up in fucking flames. I'm going to look encouragingly at the other two and say, I believe him. Was the, was he the only person here at that point? I think. I mean, he should have been. You know, at that point, we had already cut all the fucking staff, and ain't no public in the room. After we close, you know, we follow legal guidelines. We, you know, for the most part. <laughs> There's a cute girl around with a friend. She might stay after hours. Uh, you know, for for everything we did, you know, Jackie was never that guy. Do you think it's possible that he would have set the fire on purpose? I don't know why. You know, he's he was always a stand-up guy. You know, raised down in the Midwest, classy dude. I mean, honestly, fucking, I, I, I hired his kid because I was looking after his family afterwards. You know, he he was always stand-up. He was always good. 
I ain't got no reason to distrust anything Jackie ever did. He never made a bad move in his life. If anything, I dragged him down. Was there anybody that didn't like him? Yeah. Jackie? There was a saint. And you know how many times I nearly lost my shit on him because he would take some fucking money we made, go up down to some goddamn charity soup kitchen, bring our girls and go fucking serve goddamn homeless? <laughs> I mean, they ain't bringing any fucking money in here. Do you think it would be even remotely useful to just try and call for him? Do you think he'd respond to us? Yo, Jackie! We're just kidding. <laughs> I wasn't. <laughs> All right. You want information, I'll give you fucking information. It's kind of fucking weird. Maybe it's a stretch, who the fuck knows. But I've, I've been kind of piecing this shit together, and I like I feel like I'm going insane. But maybe, just maybe the, if this helps you out, I don't fucking know. Alright, so you know my name, right? Eddie Scrooge. Yeah. Now, Jackie, you know, Jack Mullen, he got married. And his daughter, I ended up hiring his daughter on, trying to care for her. She ended up taking the mom's name, Timmins. You know, Tanya, not sure. So you got, you got Tanya Timmins. You know, and, and, and then we got fucking Bobby Carl. This is the third day goes to come and fucking after me. You guys picking up what I'm putting down? Tanya Tanya's Jackie's daughter. Tanya changed her name to her mother's. But then there's a Bobby. Yeah, okay. Okay, maybe this is a bit... Like I said, it's a bit of a reach. Bobby Collin, Bob Cratchit. You know, Tiny Tim, it's Tiny Tim. Fucking Edward Scrooge. Ebenezer oh, Scrooge, you see what I'm saying here? Alright, like, maybe... Maybe... Fucking... Jackie, I don't know. I feel like I'm going fucking mad right now. All right, so I'm going to turn to our friends and be like, I think I'm putting this together. So I think Eddie needs to open this event up to the public? The local homeless? Yeah. I will stand up, cross my arms, and kind of like look cool in like a weird slouch and like look down at him and be like I think Eddie needs to stop being an asshole is the problem. Yeah, pretty much. Is that right, Jackie? I'll just say it out to, into the room. <laughs> alright, I, I mean, if this is gonna make this all stop, alright, you know, I'll turn around. What do you, like, I mean, I don't think I've been that bad, but, you know, I'll, I'll do what it takes. Just let's make this stop. Alright, so I think uh yeah, we need to uh get some free food up in here <laughs> and invite the town in. Have a some party. Food. I mean it's fucking Christmas alright, you know what? Um what's open on Christmas Eve? Do I get like fucking Chinese? You know, <laughs> <laughs> no, we gotta do. I'll, like, I'll get some fucking Chinese food in here. Some, you know, got them tacos. I'll get some hot dogs, whatever it takes. You know, we'll get some food in here. Do we'll a get taco the homeless. truck. It's cheap. All right, Everybody you know, loves hold, hold tacos. Hold on one second. 
Hold on. Let me let me just deal with it. Um, I'll, I'll be right back. He opens up the door. Bobby! Bobby! We got new plans for tonight! As he goes and kind of leans out the door, the door ends up shutting on you. And now you're in the office. He's on the outside. <laughs> huh. uh, the do, door. You, do you guys think this is going to work? Yeah, totally. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm 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 going to see if uh if we can open the door. And by we, I mean me. So, Percy walks up to the door and he tries pushing it open and it is currently locked. Uh to us I'm going to say, hey, uh, hey, Jackie, what gives here? <laughs> See if that does it. You hear faintly coming from behind you all, from the far wall, from the door. You want to know what's going on here? Load of shenanigans is what I'm hearing. Let's turn around quickly and put down our visors. I'll turn around. Jackie? I don't have the camera up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm here. You know, it's no big deal. Alright, you know. Jackie's standing right here. You don't need no camera, alright? Alright, alright, Jackie. So, tell us. Is is it because he's an asshole? Like, how do we fix this? What do you need from us, Jackie? What do I need? I, I, I wonder about Eddie sometimes. And, you know, he... Sure, he's got his problems, you know, but... I, I, I didn't want it to, to be anything serious or anything crazy. You know, I just wanted to kind of teach him a little bit of a lesson, you know, get a little bit better. You know, poor Tanya's sitting here trying to get a job. And, you know, Eddie goes and you know, treats her treats her poorly. You know, he, he, he goes, gets her a, a, pardon my French, but a boob job. You know, that's, that's nothing for a young lady to be going through, you know. She doesn't need that. And, you know, I like I, I miss my girl, and he goes and chains her that much. It's 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 kind of hard to see. He he does seem to have uh, not the best attitudes towards women. <laughs> you say ironically. <laughs> yeah, to say the least. I mean, the amount of times I had to cover up for him when he brought some little girl in... Let me just say that IDs weren't always checked at the door if uh, Eddie was interested. You know what I'm saying. Oh, oh yeah. Oh. So, here's the deal, Jackie. What if we scare him one last time? Because he's kind of a scaredy cat. And I wave around the uh, <laughs> the uh, um, proton pack. You think we could... Uh, encourage him to be a little nicer especially to your girl you know i saw your handiwork downstairs it was it's quite the laugh but uh you know we still got about hour before doors you know he's gonna be busy sorting everything out you know he, i mean you guys got him pretty good you want to just maybe sit around here and you know chat <laughs> of course <laughs> been a while since i had a conversation with anyone you know it's been a long time don't you know I'm okay with that. Um, is there a comfy chair to kick back on in the room? Uh, there yeah. is the couch. There's also a rolly chair by the desk. I'll sit on the rolly chair so I can uh, kick my feet up onto the desk. 
I'm just going to stand uh, in a comfortable position looking at him wide-eyed. I kind of want to ask him what happened. Like, I, I'm curious how how the fire happened. Like, it's probably morbid curiosity, but, like... So Jack tells you that he knocked over a candle the night of the fire. But the fire kind of seemed to erupt a little bit faster than normal, and he's bouncing around, and you can't quite tell if he thinks it was just purely an accident by him, or if he thinks somebody else was in there. Uh, and he kind of directs the conversation elsewhere. You guys talk for what feels like maybe 20 minutes or so, but then you realize you can kind of hear music in the background, and it sounds like the night's in full swing. What? Chronomancy. I want you all to roll a brain, and you will be rolling against me. Ooh. Oh. I will use my two brain. Brownie points! Yeah, John, you haven't used any brownie points. That's true, I haven't. Okay, I'll use uh, four, I guess. You know, I'm Doesn't gonna matter. use one too, just in case. Doesn't matter. No! Uh-huh. I got a lot. Ooh, okay. It would have been 22, but I got a one on the ghost side. That's rough. You are completely smitten with Jack, and (laughs) you were so, like, excited to be able to hold a conversation with a ghost who isn't trying to spit green slime or cover you in marshmallow goo. All right. Um, I have 15. Two on my ghost eye. Which I've consistently rolled a two on my ghost eye, like, three or four times. I got a 27 and I got a two on my ghost eye. So 15, a 27, and a failure on the ghost eye, which means combined, you tie what I rolled. What? What? You're all sitting there and just Jack seems really charming. And you guys have literally no desire to move from any conversation Ah! with Jack. Faintly, very, very faintly, Lorelai, you hear almost like somebody's screaming. But you don't really think too much of it. Maybe it's just part of the music. Uh, hey, Jack, how do we get out of this room? Oh well, you know, <laughs> you're you're gonna need that uh, that key. You know, it uh, opens up the door. It, it's it's one of those magnetic locks, you know. Uh, so we can't get out from inside. Well, you know, after the fire code issues, I mean, I'm sure there's some way out. You know, uh, maybe the alarm trips, uh, the the door unlocks. I don't know. You know, you know, they went through some pretty serious, uh. Uh, serious checks after the fire happened, don't you know? It was, it was very, very diligent. Why, uh, why do you ask? Well, just because there isn't a handle on this side of the door, that just seems a little strange. Oh, no, door opens out. Door opens out. It's no big deal. I like how I've just completely gone into an accent. I don't even know. <laughs> I think you're kind of Scottish now. <laughs> 
It's like halfway Scottish. Don't even know where it's coming from otherwise. Something is something something's up, guys. I might say behind my hand trying to be <laughs> It's Christmas Eve, you're hearing a party going on, you know, it's kinda weird. You would think all these people to be home getting ready for their family, you know, waiting for Santa to come down the chimney. <laughs> all right, someone I I mean, I'm feeling pretty cool here, but you know, we really should try to get out of this room. Oh guys, no, guys. no, 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 no. No, 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 no. Yeah, like you yeah. I don't really really chat with Eddie a whole lot, you know, and He's about the only guy I could really talk to here who wouldn't, you know, just completely. And, you know, every time I try and talk to one of the patrons, you know, they come in, you know, I say hi, and then they freak out, go all white, and just put a little bit up their nose and just well, you know, brush me away. It's, it's It's been brutal. I don't really have anyone to talk to. It's been sad. That's understandable. I say suspiciously. But... You're sticking around because of the, your daughter. I'm going to roll a brain on that. I want you to roll a 21. Okay, so it's five normally, and then I'm going to roll three extra. So I'm down to nine brownie points now left. I'll trust you on that. Oh, my God. I just barely got 21. I got three on my ghost eye. Okay, so what you hear is... Jack responding, oh, you know, Tanya's, Tanya's a good, good part. I want to make sure she's, you know, she's good, you know. I mean, yeah, sure, she got, uh, she got a lot to learn before she, she really becomes a, a true woman. You know, she's, she's only part of it. You know, there's also the nostalgia of the place and, and all this. But in the subtext, you notice these little shifts. In Jack's demeanor, where he almost seems like he's kind of reaching for things to say. All right. Dee would be uh, looking for a way to open the door. Like, nonchalantly, not like trying to like panic, but just like coolly, like just just casually trying to figure out a way to open the door. I'm going to need Dee to roll me a move. To blend in with the scenario so she becomes unnoticeable. Because Jack seems to be very focused on the conversation with Lorelai, I'm going to say you need to roll a 17. I will use two brownie points as well. Okay, so we're up to seven dice. Seven dice, six on the board. There, and then ghost die. No! I, I'm a halfling. Can I <laughs> How many ghost die do you have left? Or not ghost die, uh, brownie, brownie points. points. I have eight brownie points left now. Is anyone willing to give her... Um... An aid? A distraction? You know what? Yes. Molly, I want you to roll... A cool, I want you to hit a 14. Okay. All right, I got a two on the ghost eye, which I'm good on. 19. So you clear. 
Ivana, I want you to roll one die. This is your ghost die to see if you oh, no. effectively use the distraction that is given you. Come on! Come on, 83% chance of success. I rolled a three. Perfect. Jack, I know you love the Budweiser. Uh, what's the how? What's the most you've ever drank? Oh, you know I don't like to brag, <laughs> but there was one night I ate five and a half cans of Budweiser. It was it was it was a it was a humdinger of a night. Let me tell you, it was it was touch and go there for a little bit. But it you know, sounds well, like we it. have our moments. So while this conversation is going on, what exactly is Dee doing with her time completely on view? Well, so she had been sitting at the desk, correct? Um, feet up, and she'd just be, like, looking through drawers to see if there's an extra key. You're looking at the desktop. Um, first off, looking for an extra key to get out. Odds or evens? Uh, odds. It's five. Yeah! You find what looks to be very similar shape to the key fob that you saw Eddie using to get in and out of the office. Can we... I kind of want to roll, like, an innuendo, like a moose, perhaps? Where we can, like... Um, I... You know what? Justify it with whatever you want, but I'm also gonna need... A roll from somebody else to receive. Oh, so sure. use whatever you want. A moves, a cool, a brains, whatever. So I'm, t- I'm thinking I should be kind of like handling, <laughs> phrasing my uh, proton pack and okay. trying to see if like the others are picking up on this. Like, are we gonna try? Like, I don't know. You probably need to stop the ghost, right? probably just need to suck him up. Yeah, I agree with this. Okay, so I'm trying to communicate this with my eyes. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what are you going to what are you going to roll to do this? Uh Oh, my I I guess I have to roll convincing. It's convincing. you want, so long as you find a way to justify well, it Well, I mean, I could use my brains, my knowledge of the human mind to understand what they would understand. And then you can use recall history. No, in all honesty, you could say, I recall history to the last time <laughs> we had to use silent cues together as a team. Nice. And I would fully accept that. Okay, I'm rolling it. Oh, I got a five on my ghost. I'm good. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm going to say that because you have had experience with this team, I want to see a minimum roll of 12. Okay. Ha! I'm good. I got a six and two fives and a four and a three and <laughs> two. So 22. Percy and D. How do you perceive these things best? Um, for me, I would use my cool 
because I'm a relatively cool character. And so there's been situations where I'm with my girlfriends and I got to pick up their cues to like, you know, figure out if they don't want to talk to a guy or which guy they're trying to talk to. So I'm using my girlfriend language to pick up on the cues. I was going to say, honestly, like I have a good cool, but I don't feel like Percy's the kind of guy who picks up on things particularly well. But yeah, yeah, Percy's unfortunately going to have to rely on his brains for this one. Awesome, buddy. All right. Well, with D, I want to see you roll a 14. Now, Percy, you are not, not a smart man. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I do have a lot of brownie points, though. Percy isn't necessarily the most perceptive person to what this team brings. So I'm going to need you to roll a 19. To pick up what Lorelai is putting down. I'm going to use four brownie points. I'm okay. going to use one brownie point. Whew. Ooh. I rolled a 24. It is mathematically impossible for me to roll high enough on my last die to get 19. No! Oh, shit! I'm at 12 with one die left. I just rolled really well, too. That sucks. So Lorelai kind of grabs her proton pack, getting ready to fire. She looks over at D. D picks up what Lorelai's putting down, and they look to Percy. And you look over <laughs> at Percy, and you give him the note. You kind of finger the side of your proton pack gun and say, Percy, we've got to get something done about this. And Percy's like, man, ham is delicious. <laughs> what do you guys do as a result of this? I kind of want to just scream, go. And see what happens. I'm okay with this. Okay. We do the thing. I guess I just, I kind of, I'm going to move forward to try to get him away from the door. And kind of like turn on the machine at the same time and hope that she can, I guess it would probably just go behind me at that point and open the door. Um, would you prefer me to try and open the door or use my proton pack against him as well? Okay, so we could both use our proton packs against them. That's probably the best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're smart. <laughs> I was going to go for the door. I don't know why. I, I'd I, rather have us both, because we already have the key, so might as well, like, or what I assume is the key. Yeah, okay, let's do it. And while you're doing that, I'm just sitting there humming a ham song in my head. Do we have to roll something for a proton pack? No. Because none of you brought a ghost trap with you. Oh, no! Oh, that's a thing? <laughs> I did not that's know that. Thing. I totally forgot. So, thank God that Ivana decided to try and get the freezing one. Huh. Okay, so I'm actually just going to duck and say, go! I just swing around and then I shoot him. I freeze him. You see Jack turn, and you hear, from the simple tone of just a boy going, you know, no big deal to, What are you doing? Ah! So you hear Jack start yelling very demonically, and you see him turn into this evil-looking being, and as he's charging you, he's screaming, and you start seeing him 
turn to ice as he nears you until he gets about an inch away, and then he just becomes this frozen statue. Woo! You're hearing, finally, now that Jack is frozen, equal to the sound of the bass that's now coming through this room, you hear terrified screams, which can only be those of humans coming through the doorway. What do you do? Uh, go out through the door with the key. But he's not going to just unfreeze, right? No, this this is a cryo proton pack. And the door is now unlocked. So I am going to wait until she opens the door and and kind of just be ready to just shoot the proton pack at whatever's outside. Percy, anything you want to do? Uh, just ready, punching. (laughs) Also have my... Even though I'm pretty sure last time I punched something into a trap and (laughs) there's definitely not going to be any of that happening, but... As you open the door, what you find is this evil-looking specter made up of Shanghai noodles and orange chicken. Oh. Okay, it's time to run now, guys. (laughs) I want to roll some dodges and jumps and try to get out of there. I'll try and hold him back. You guys get a trap. And I start trying to freeze the uh, noodle monster. Is it possible that we're smart enough to at least have a trap in the van or the vehicle? Can, Ooh, can yeah. We... Every single Ecto-1 had, at the very least, one ghost trap. Because you guys have moved up to the Ecto-3, you have expanded capability of this vehicle to um so long as you're getting ghosts detained within a let's say 40 foot radius of that trap you have the ability to detain any number of ghosts into that trap okay okay so i'm gonna help hold the spaghetti ghost okay i'll go get the trap then yes and ivana will shoot the frozen ray yes Okay, so what I'm going to need is a roll from each of you. I'm going to need Lorelai to dodge the hell out of this Chinese food ghost. I can do that. And in this dodging, draw attention from the ghost to her specifically. And I'll need you to roll a, you know, to draw the attention and get away. I'm going to need you to roll a 14. I can do that. Now, Percy, while this is going to happen, I'm going to need you to mosey on by that ghost while the attention's being drawn away. So I'm going to need you to roll a 14 as well. Now, D, if you want to freeze this, you have just currently frozen one ghost. You are already prepared for combat as it's happening. So again, I'm going to need you to roll a cool of 14. I'm going to use... I'm going to use six brownie points. I'm using two. I'm using one. Actually, you know what? I'm going to use two. I destroy! Three on the ghost. Six. Twelve. 17, 31, uh, 18, 21, 25, 25, ghost dice good. Yes. Four. 
And Percy, what you got for me? Uh, 31 ghost dive, good. Perfect. Everything goes according to plan. Who goes first? I'm going to start because I'm going to be tumbling and I'm going to tumble like away from the stairs, like in the opposite direction of the stairs so that Percy can go behind me and I'm kind of like moving his attention that way. But in the, like, in a gymnastic-y way so I can land on my, like, my knees and have the proton pack aimed. So, he must be distracted by my awesome gymnastics. Yeah, no, definitely. He's completely in awe of this. He sees the most motion coming out of Lorelai, and he's focused very much so on her. I dropped the shades just a little bit. Like, just, like, <laughs> part way down the nose, stick my hands in my pockets, and I start just whistling in a very <laughs> casual manner as I'm, I'm slowly walking away <laughs> in kind of bow-legged fashion. And that's, that's, that's it. It's just, it's just a good old-fashioned mosey. <laughs> and I just, yeah, it's just, it's just, I'm just trying to exude, like, complete casualness like the entire time <laughs> so he does the strut with the whistling and the stuff and so d what she would be doing since uh the fucking orange spaghetti monster over here is fucking is it is it flying distracted that might be my god i don't know <laughs> the orange chicken is too sticky for this monster to fly um, but yeah, so since it's being distracted by Lorelai, um, D would actually be circling it, um, like just slowly circling it, I guess from behind so that can't really see her as she's trying to freeze it with her, uh, proton pack. So with this, Percy now sees that there are... Plenty of ghosts throughout the room. Hundreds. What? At least one ghost for every four people within this building. And this building is packed. There's at least 4,000 people within here right now. Because Eddie's opened it up to the homeless. Oh, no. He, he put the message out and everything has been exposed to say we can make this Christmas better than anything before with the kindness of the human spirit so there's plenty of homeless standing around wondering he's trying to kill us Lorelai bouncing around just recovering from her acrobatic performance just outside of the main office now seeing a portion of all these ghosts within this club We've got D standing inside thinking all's well. But meanwhile, Percy on his way towards the front door sees the full effect of every single ghost plaguing this club. I just want to I want to go and pull the fire alarm because people need to get out of here, obviously. I feel like What's I can roll towards the fire alarm and pull it. The alarm goes off. Am I near a window? 
if you were to double back, you would be able to jump through the second story window if you wanted to get out of the building. Okay, uh, I will do that. I got 25. So you look behind you. You dive straight on through. And you aimed your trajectory perfectly. So you dive right through the side passenger window of Ecto-3 somehow across the alley and into that parking lot. You're right in the Ecto-3 sitting there and you grab the ghost trap. So, D, you've got your attention on the Shanghai Noodle Orange Chicken Monster. Uh, what do you do with your proton pack to freeze him up? I've been, I was circling him as he was distracted. I was making sure to try and cover his whole surface area with the proton pack. Um, so the, uh, fire alarm is pulled. Where are the ghosts in relation to me and Lorelai? They're fucking everywhere. everywhere and there's no way for you to escape their reach. Are they like violent? Yes. Yes. Um, I would grab Lorelai and tell her to pull up her proton pack. All right, so, yeah. Yeah. And we would clear a way down through the stairs, because we can't exactly jump through a window. We're on the third floor, correct? You currently are on the third floor, yes. Clear the way down the stairs with the proton packs. So we take that path of least obstruction. (laughs) Okay. You both do? We do the thing. Oh, yes, yes. (laughs) So in a very short time, you've frozen the ringleader of this whole operation, Jack, and now you've frozen his, like, big bad demon that he's got with the orange chicken monster. So a bunch of these ghosts realize they are in some serious shit, and they've got, you know, pros coming up against them. So many of them start running away. And then they see Percy coming with this giant ghost trap. Can we intimidate ghosts? Can ghosts be intimidated? By all means, they absolutely can. Oh, well then we just say, your leader is gone. We are rounding up ghosts right now. If you want to survive, you will leave now. So these ghosts start running scared. You know, their top two guys are gone and um, they just are completely intimidated by Lorelai. And as Percy is now running back into the building with the giant ghost trap, he sees all of them start dispersing. So what does he do? I think it's most important that you trap the main yeah, guy. Yeah, the big guy, right? Yeah, I'm yeah. just going to I'm just going to bring it in and uh because they were motivating everything, it seems. So Right. But yeah, I'm going to bring it in and I'm going to try and trap some motherfuckers. So you start running to the, towards the middle of the room, catching ghosts all along the way. And you yell up to Dean and Lorelai saying, I've got the ghost trap. Send him down. Can I pick up the frozen ghost? You can literally pick up this frozen nice. ghost. You can see the beam that the Ecto-3's ghost trap. I do this. I pick up the ghost and I throw it at the trap. 
Okay, so do I get six die dice yeah. because of this? Yes. Uh, ghost die fell off the table. Ghost die six, 12, 17, 23. Okay. So I throw him into the ghost trap and he's in there. So as you throw Jack into this ghost trap, uh, all the other ghosts um, who are still kicking around kind of just you see their resolve slip and they aren't attacking nearly as much. They start, you know, kind of moving towards you guys thinking maybe we could take them down. But, you know, Percy just starts boxing ghosts in there. Lorelai sniping from the third floor, just pulling ghosts right into the ghost trap and D's freezing them right over the top. So you start collecting, just rounding up all the last little loose bits of ghosts who are kicking around. And it is super late, so you guys win. All is happy, all is well. Congratulations. All right, so we've been the Dire Weasels. You can find us on Twitter at Dire Weasels. Email us at direweasels at gmail.com. Uh, I'm Ivana, and you can find me at Arcane Vice. I'm Molly, and you can find me at Eskimo09. Bye! You can finish this episode without me. I'm John. You can find me at Absurdus Kobold. Uh, check out our Patreon, direweasels.com slash... Wait, that's wrong. Wait. Um, <laughs> Patreon.com slash direweasels. Um, uh, rate and review us on iTunes. Five stars is the appropriate amount of stars. Don't fuck that one up. And you can find me at maybe Hiroshi where I am going to spend a profuse amount of time apologizing to all three of these weasels for keeping them up so late. So seriously, love the Dire Weasels. This was an incredible blast, and I'm sorry it took so long. So at the end of this episode, in true Dire Weasels fashion, let me just say, we're sorry. We're so sorry. Uh, Good night, cunts. Apparently, I, uh, I still have my top four worst uh, movie <laughs> list here. It was funny because you all went kind of a different route for what worse meant for you. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. True. For me, it was an opportunity to talk about things I hate. <laughs> <laughs> the one time. The one because opportunity I, like, I have to yeah, share I, I my <laughs> I was going to say something, but they introduced John because we were talking about my karate chop. I was going to say, one might say my introduction was choppy. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) The audio editor in me is dying a little right now. (laughs) The English major in me is dying. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no, I love the pun. Don't get me wrong. Puns are Uh. fantastic. One night to make this work, all right? I'm... I'm, I'm, I'm so sorry that was Hero, this is based right off of some sort of real life experience Yeah <laughs> No No it is not Okay Anyway, sorry, go on Yeah, I'm a gamer Yeah, I'm a geek Yeah, I'm a goddamn Asian yeti 
Yes, I wear glasses. These are not who I am. They're a portion of me. Indeed. Anyways. Well said. So, John, really don't feel bad that you were part hipster, because so am I. I don't think I am, though. Like, that's the thing. Like, <laughs> like I'm giving you a chance. I'm giving you a chance, man. A chance. Just take you should it. just accept it, John. I will do no such fucking thing. <sighs> Too cool to accept it, I see. I've never claimed to be cool. <laughs> Denial indeed, the, 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 the only person that thinks I'm cool is my daughter, I'm pretty sure. I can think of a couple other people. <laughs> that means he Perhaps thinks you're cool. some people who have donated at patreon.com slash Yeah! Ah, that was, a, that was a skillful plug. I like it. Oh, impressive. Oh, yeah. Two years of radio broadcasting school. Now you know what it gets you. <laughs> well, nobody. I mean, we weren't really stepping on anyone. I mean, we had the lawsuit with John Elway, but... Uh, John well, Elway! That was, that was nothing. <laughs> that fucker. He screwed, he screwed Baltimore. Now he'll... Uh... <laughs> I'm suddenly very suspicious of John Elway. I stick the tip in so I could still see the uh, readings. <laughs> so you're just going just the, with just the tip? Just the tip. Okay. Now, are you are you jamming that tip in there fierce? Or are you just like oh, I'm thrusting it in. it? Nope, thrusting oh. it in. Holy Real hell. Quick. The music used in the Dire Weasels podcast is Lad Quig Jig by Lad Quig. It is available under a Creative Commons license. For more information, feel free to email us, direweasels at gmail.com.